0: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. There's an old story about a traveler who's walking through medieval Europe. One rainy day while walking, he comes across two peasants pushing large rocks through the mud. The first peasant is cursing and sweating and just having a miserable time of it. And the traveler stops and asks him, what are you working on? The peasant answers, well, isn't it obvious? I'm trying to get this darn rock out of this darn mud. The second peasant stops and looks at the traveler and answers his question and says, well, I am building a cathedral. Like the work of these peasants, so much of our own work becomes most valuable when the end is in mind, right? One peasant is stuck being miserable over the difficulties of the task while the other one remembers that his work is leading to something beautiful, something that will last for centuries and inspire believers for centuries. And it's with this in mind that I've really been drawn to our reading from 2 Timothy this morning. 2 Timothy is a kind of a last word from St. Paul to the young man he has mentored in the ministry. Paul is writing from prison in Rome, and he's sharing some of his pastoral wisdom with Timothy And he's giving him encouragement as he joins the next generation of leadership in the church. And what he tells Timothy, we see that ministry boils down to two basic directives. In verses 13 and 14, Paul says to Timothy, Hold to the standard of sound teaching that you have heard from me, and the faith and love that are in Christ Jesus. Guard the good treasure entrusted to you, with the help of the Holy Spirit living in us. Those two phrases are key in this passage. Hold to the standard and guard the good treasure. That, of course, is the fundamental job of those in professional ministry of pastors and clergy. Above all else, they are called to guard the good treasure that was handed to them, and they are to hold to the standard of sound teaching. But it's also the responsibility of the church, that is, of each faithful Christian. It's every Christian's responsibility to hold to the standard and to guard the good treasure of the gospel. And what we see is that this is not always the most glorious work. Notice that Paul doesn't tell Timothy, go be a world changer. He doesn't tell him to go write great books, to get degrees, He doesn't tell him to grow the church or double the size of church attendance. He doesn't tell him to become a world famous preacher, to become someone of status. In fact, Paul doesn't tell Timothy to do any kind of innovation at all. Instead, Paul tells Timothy to guard what was handed to him and to then pass that down uncorrupted to the next generation. Well, that's not always the most glorious of work. Like pushing a rock through the mud, that can be a boring, difficult task. It can be a task that's without thanks. But knowing that the rock is going to be part of a cathedral can make all the difference. Knowing that the task of handing down, of guarding what has been given to us is something great in the kingdom of God can make all the difference. St. Paul gives us an illustration. He makes reference in this passage to Lois and Eunice. Writing to Timothy, he says, I'm reminded of your sincere faith, a faith that lived first in your grandmother Lois and in your mother Eunice, and now I am sure in you. These two ladies are immortalized in the words of scripture because of their faithfulness in raising Timothy in the faith. In their faith, they guarded the treasure of the gospel and they handed it down to Timothy who would then work with the Apostle Paul, who would then guide the church once the Apostles had died, who would become a great leader in the church. And it's Lois and Eunice, just two women named without husbands, named without men, who are commented here upon Paul as doing something remarkable. But on the other hand, many of you might imagine that the work of Lois and Eunice was not always easy and glorious work. Many of you know what it is to raise children and grandchildren in the faith. It can be a difficult job. Of course, it's work that requires you to get kids to church. That's not always glorious work. Little children fuss and make noise. You gotta get them up and get them dressed and get them ready. Older children can be worse because they develop attitudes. Kids get busy. And it can be tiring navigating all of that. And even more than that, It's a willingness to do the dirty work of forming your children and grandchildren differently than the world forms them, about helping them to see that the greatest priority in their life is Christ, helping them to understand their identity as a child of God, to value love and compassion, forgiveness and gentleness, honesty and hope, that those are the most important parts of their character. Concretely, it's saying no, hey, we don't talk like that. We don't use that language. We don't treat our brothers and sisters like that. We don't watch this kind of movie, listen to that kind of music, and so on. And all of that day-to-day guarding and keeping the treasure can be like pushing a rock through the mud. Even when your children are often grown, it can be difficult work. Perhaps your grown children don't prioritize the faith. Maybe they don't really believe it despite all of your efforts while they were young children. I think often of St. Monica, the mother of the great father of the church, St. Augustine. Monica tried to do what was right with Augustine, but as a young man and into adulthood, he was wild. He rejected Christianity. He wanted to be a well-respected academic professor. He wanted to be the center of all the parties that were happening in the city. And he saw Christianity as kind of a backward religion. It wasn't sophisticated enough for him. But his mother, Monica, pushed the rock through the mud. Every day, she prayed for his salvation. Every day, she held on to the hope that her child would return to the faith. And eventually, God did come to him. And Augustine became a great bishop and a great theologian and teacher of the church. But Monica's day-to-day persistence... Holding on to the faith, guarding the treasure of the gospel, that was the rock. That was the rock that became the foundation of the cathedral that was Augustine's life and influence. Likewise, there was probably someone in your life, or many people perhaps, that were Lois or Eunice or Monica for you. There was someone committed to guarding the treasure of the gospel so that it would be passed down to you. And they did not care for you for their own glory but because they wanted you to know what a true gift jesus christ is for you for me as i've written about in the newsletter before it was mr jim brown and mr jim brown was kind of an unassuming man a quiet man but he faithfully taught sunday school for years to elementary and middle school age boys that's not always the most appreciated job It's not a glorious job, not always an easy job. But Jim Brown, for me, guarded the treasure of the gospel. And that allowed me also to learn the value of Jesus Christ for me. You as baptized Christians have a great treasure to guard. You have a great treasure to hold on to. Paul says that this treasure is that God called us with a holy calling not according to works, but according to his own purpose and grace, the grace that was given to us in Christ Jesus before the ages began, Christ Jesus who abolished death, who brought life and immortality to light through the gospel. That's the treasure that's been given to us, the treasure of Jesus Christ who brings us life. And so Paul would have us reminded, guard that treasure, preserve it in your heart, And then allow the Holy Spirit to pass it on through you. And it's a reminder here in 2 Timothy that passing it on and guarding it is not always the most glorious work. Teaching Sunday school, showing your children how to pray, being generous to those in need, showing up for others, being honest, whatever it might be, those are not always the most glorious task. They can be rocks in the mud. But be encouraged that through you, God is working to build a cathedral. When you are faithful to live out your vocation as a parent, as a brother, a sister, as a child, as a neighbor, as a church member, the Holy Spirit is using you to share the treasure of the gospel. And it's so easy to get discouraged. It's easy to get down. It's easy to wonder if our efforts make any difference at all. But God wants us to know that what we do in this life as his children is not done in vain. He has saved us and he has given us a holy calling. A calling to live our lives showing others the goodness of Jesus Christ through our words and actions. Amen.